Greetings everyone, this is Hailstorm, back with another tale. This one titled, The Robber Bridegroom. There was once upon a time a miller who had a beautiful daughter, and as she grew up, he wished that she was provided for and well married. He thought, if any good suitor comes and asks for her, I will give her to him. Not long afterwards, a suitor came, who appeared to be very rich. And as the miller had no fault to find with him, he promised his daughter to him. The maiden, however, did not like him quite so much as a girl should the man to whom she is engaged, and had no confidence in him. Whenever she saw or thought of him, she felt a secret horror. Once he said to her, You are my betrothed, and yet you have never once paid me a visit. The maiden replied, I know not where your house is. Then said the bridegroom, My house is out there in the dark forest. She tried to excuse herself and said she could not find the way there. The bridegroom said, Next Sunday you must come out there to me. I have already invited the guests and will and I will strew ashes so that you may find your way through the forest. One Sunday came, and the maiden had set out on her way. She became very uneasy. She herself knew not exactly why, and to mark her way, she filled both her pockets full of peas and lentils. Ashes were strewn at the entrance of the forest, and these she followed. But at every step, she threw a couple of peas on the ground. She walked almost the whole day until she reached the middle of the forest, where it was the darkest. And there stood a solitary house, which she did not like, for it looked so dark and dismal. She went inside, but no one was within, and the most absolute stillness reigned. Suddenly a voice cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear, tis a murderer's house, you enter here. The maiden looked up and saw that the voice came from a bird, which was hanging in a cage on the wall. Again it cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear, tis a murderer's house, you enter here. Then the young maiden went on further from one room to another, and walked through, through the whole house. But it was entirely empty, and not one human being was to be found. At last she came to the cellar, and there sat an extremely aged woman, whose head shook constantly. "'Can you not tell me,' said the maiden, "'if my betrothed lives here?' "'Alas, poor child,' replied the old woman, "'do you know where you have come? You are in a murderer's den. You think you are a bride soon to be married, but you will wed death at your wedding.' Look, I have been forced to put a great kettle on there, with water in it, and when they have you in their power, they will cut you to pieces without mercy, will cook you and eat you, for they are eaters of human flesh. If I do not have compassion on you and save you, you are lost. Thereupon the old woman led her behind a great barrel where she could not be seen. Be still as a mouse, she said. Do not make a sound or move, or all will be over for you. At night, when the robbers are asleep, we will escape. I have long waited for an opportunity. Hardly was this done 
than the crew came home. They dragged with them another young girl. They were drunk and paid no heed to her screams and lamentations. They gave her wine to drink, three glasses full, one glass of white wine, one glass of red, and a glass of yellow. And with this, her heart burst in two. Thereupon they tore off her delicate raiment, laid her on a table, and cut her beautiful body in pieces and strewed salt on it. The poor bride behind the cask trembled and shook, for she saw right well what fate the robbers had destined for her. One of them noticed a gold ring on the little finger of the murdered girl, and as it would not come off at once, he took an axe and cut the finger off. But it sprang up in the air away over the cask and fell straight onto the bride's bosom. The robber took a candle and wanted to go look for it, but could not find it. Then another of them said, Have you looked behind the great barrel? But the old woman cried, Come and get something to eat and leave off looking till the morning. The figure won't run away from you. Then the robber said, The old woman is right, and gave up their search and sat down to eat. And the old woman poured a sleeping potion in their wine, so that they soon lay down in the cellar and slept and snored. When the bride heard that, she came out from behind the barrel and had to step over the sleepers, for they lay in rows on the ground, and great was her terror lest she, lest she awaken one of them. The old woman went up with her, opened the doors, and they hurried out of the murderer's den with all the speed in their power. The wind had blown away the strewn ashes, but the peas and lentils had sprouted and grown up and showed them the way in the moonlight. They walked the whole night, until in the morning they arrived at the mill, and then the maiden told her father everything exactly as it happened. When the day came when the wedding was to be celebrated, the bridegroom appeared, and the miller had invited all his relations and friends. As they sat at a table, each was bidden to relate a story. The bride sat still and said nothing. Then said the bridegroom to the bride, Come, my darling, do you know nothing? Relate something to us like the rest. She replied, Then I will relate a dream. I was walking alone through a wood, and at last I came to a house in which no living soul was. But on the wall there was a bird in a cage which cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear, tis a murderer's house you enter here. And at this it cried once more. My darling, it was only a dream. Then I went through all the rooms, and they were all empty, and there was something so horrible about them. At last I went down into the cellar, and there sat a very, very old woman whose head shook. I asked her, does my bridegroom live in this house? She answered, alas, poor child, you have got into a murderer's den. Your bridegroom does live here, but he will hew you in pieces and kill you, and then he will cook you and eat you. My darling, it was only a dream, but the old woman hid me behind a great barrel, and scarcely was I hidden when the robbers came home, dragging a maiden with them to whom they gave three kinds of wine to drink, r r white, 
red, and yellow, with which her heart broke in two. My darling, it was only a dream. Thereupon they pulled her off her pretty clothes and hewed her fair body in pieces on a table and sprinkled them with salt. My darling, it was only a dream. And one of the robbers saw that there was still a ring on her little finger, and as it was hard to draw off, he took an axe and cut it off. But the finger sprang up in the air and sprang behind the great barrel and fell in my bosom. And there is the finger with the ring. And with these words, she drew it forth and showed it to those present. The robber, who had during the story become as pale as ashes, leapt up and wanted to escape. But the guests held him fast and delivered him over to justice. Then he and his whole troop were executed for their infamous deeds. Well, that was a narrow escape. 